What's up and welcome everyone to another episode of Miles Apart. Hello, Matthew. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am feeling amazing. I'm in the mountains again, so uh, a boy cannot complain. <laughs> so I wanted to start the podcast off with a question that I randomly had. And oh boy. <laughs> the question is, what do you eat for breakfast? So it's a mixture of both. Um, I'm not even sure if I could say that I eat anything, but I start the day religiously with a coffee. It doesn't matter what time it is. I need the coffee. And then when I have enough time and I'm actually hungry in the morning, I'll make a breakfast shake with some frozen banana and some oat and some peanut butter and some oat milk in it. And then I'm like ready to go. What about you? So, normally I just eat some protein powder mixed with um, some milk, usually oat milk or almond milk or something like that, and then mm -hmm. I mix it until it's to a consistency of um, icing on a cake, kind of thick, mm -hmm. and then I just <laughs> and then I just throw like whatever fruit I have, strawberries, blueberries, banana, raspberries. Do you have all so those? It's kind of like, like a, there? huh? Say it again. Do you eat, do like, I don't even remember. And I've been there a few times, but is that a, cause in America, the fruits are all the same year round, but is that the same in grocery stores for you? No, we only get bananas in like once a year. The other times I have to buy it in stock and frozen. Mm. <laughs> Apple is actually not a thing. It doesn't exist here anymore. Very We're like, funny. no, screw this. <laughs> Global warming <laughs> is happening. We're not giving you apples anymore. <laughs> of course, we all we get the same kind of fruits like you do. <laughs> mm. I don't know. This is like the most typical American question. Do you guys have all the fruits? <laughs> I don't maybe cuz in certain areas in America there's fruits that are more popular. Like in Montana they have seasonal fruits. Like one of them's called like huckleberries. And that's like really common, so I don't know. Okay, like you're not going to get dragon fruit in every grocery store in Switzerland. But like the basics, like bananas and like apples and peaches and whatnot. You get that everywhere, mm. all year round. Okay. So what did you eat growing up in the morning? Um, I had many different phases in my life. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> the one that I would say pissed off my parents was um do you know from mcdonald's the um damn what's the name again um breakfast McMuffin? Yeah, yeah, yeah egg mcmuffin yeah. so for people don't who don't know what it is it's like two pieces of like cheap ass bread or whatever you want to call that it's like an english muffin yeah with like scramble eggs and ham and does it have cheese on it yeah so it's like an, a good compo like a good composition of different ingredients, 
And um, wow, that was such an artsy description. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would kind of do the same at home every morning and my dad would walk in and get his tea and he would just like walk in and the kitchen would like smell like an egg factory factory and he would be like man what is this smell this is absolutely horrible how can you eat this um so yeah he does not miss that living with me anymore <laughs> mm. not living with me anymore i'm sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> So, what did your parents eat when you were, like, growing up? Um, so, my mom is also religiously into coffee like me in the morning. My dad's more like a black tea type of person, like English breakfast tea. Um, mm-hmm. My mom will go for, like, a piece of bread or, like, a croissant with some, like, jam on it and, like, butter. Mm. My dad, like, pretty much the same. But I couldn't tell you if that's still the case. What about your parents? Uh, my dad, like, always eats, like, two to three eggs and four pieces of toast with the biggest amount of butter on the planet. Damn. So that's... And then on top of that, you just put like a pound of ketchup on it oh hell no come on (laughs) no so it's pretty much like some ingredients with ketchup yeah pretty much lovely it's gotta it's gotta have a good taste my mom likes that too but growing up she would she was in like a very like active phase she would do like cycling and stuff Mm -hmm. indoors and so she would only eat a grapefruit she would cut it in half and like eat it with a spoon that's like my childhood i remember her like always eating that i mean to each their own when you mentioned cycling indoor i was i was (laughs) i was seeing her in my mind cycling around the living room (laughs) (laughs) no circling around the the couch for like an hour No, it's just like the one, the stationary where you're... Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. For a second, I just didn't make the connection. I was like, wait, who's going to cycle indoors? <laughs> we get a you, you're special. Add some flair to the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of adding t- a bit of flair to stuff, um, so I'm currently in the mountains with one of my best friends, Ryan. Um, you, Matthew, know him. The listeners, probably not. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> But so we were hiking and most of my friends, I would say there's like two or three exceptions. One of you being you, Matthew. Um, Mm -hmm. So usually I describe the hike as like, you know, it's going to go up a little bit, but like not not too crazy and like going to have some great views like once we're on the top. And so most of them, my friends are like, you know, they're active, but they're not like dumbass sport like active like the two of us mm. and so when we hike they're always like complaining to like mel you didn't tell me this would be so steep like the hell is wrong with you mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh ryan did like at some point start saying the same type of stuff <laughs> and i'm just like annoying him like you got this man only like 15 minutes more and i'm 
we got it like we'll get it and whatnot and he's like you know you're the worst person and like rubbing salt into an open wound (laughs) (laughs) well i feel like he's probably the worst subject to make do those like hiking and stuff because that's probably the one time that he's going to actually do some sort of like physical activity in the month or maybe in the year (laughs) (laughs) no i would say that my roommate's also not really great as well so (laughs) Hmm. it's logical if you're not going to work out every day and you have one person who does that and the other one who never works out of course there's going to be a sort certain separation in uh, pace mm-hmm. i remember the first time that i came it felt like the uh the climbs were terrible i remember like the very last part probably like the third of the hike that we do i don't know how many miles it is maybe like 12 or something but it's so steep on the way back when you pass like all those cows into the grass field you know what i'm talking about mm. You're being very vaguely with your description because, like, steep the normal cows, like that's okay. That's, about, that's all of it. You know, like the normal hike we do that you pass, you go down, and then there's like a thing of water to the left with the building. It's the normal one that we always do when I come. Thing of water. There's like a little pond. And then there's a building right next to it. Like we go, you basically like when we, when we start, you go up to the left and then you look down the mountain and then there's a little pond with a building. It's like pretty much gravel going down. I'm I'm like so lost right now. I'm like. I went with you and uh, with Lars. I can't remember. Yeah, Lars. To the cross? No, the other one that we normally do. The longer one. <laughs> oh, but we didn't do that one with Lars. That was just the two of us. We biked there with the e uh, e mountain bikes with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. One. Okay. 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 Yes. Yes. Now I know. Yes. Yes. And like the this... second half to the like the last third, it's like it's more difficult. Mhm. Mhm. And I remember doing that and I was just like super sweaty and there was so many flies on me. I was hating my life. The first time. But then this I came back and I had started running and training for ultra marathons and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing it and I was like not even sweaty. I was like, "Oh, I feel like pretty good pretty good about myself." I was just enjoying it and it wasn't that hard. Yeah, for all the listeners, so uh Matthew's um referring to a hike that we do sometimes around here and it's like i want to say one and a half hours of going up i wouldn't say that it's the steepest um hike in the world but it definitely got some like elevation with it Mm -hmm. and then there's like two little lakes on top where we usually stop for like picnic and then you go down for like half an hour and it's pretty steep and then you're like in a valley and you're like all right can't be you know won't be too hard anymore but then you have to go up again for like 40 minutes and that that that's like the worst part and you still have like mm-hmm. an hour left to walk so it's it's pretty long it's like nearly five hours but it's beautiful yeah we didn't do that one today we did a different one by by car oh by car well no we drove by car like in the with the car 
my car. <laughs> my English is amazing. <laughs> um, we took the car and like drove to a different village and like went halfway to the mountain because otherwise that would have been like nearly a thousand meters of elevation and I like to hike but like I'm not gonna go like crazy on the first day. We're planning to mm. do a bigger one tomorrow. I'm sure Ryan is super excited and has been delighted to plan these hikes out. The funny thing is, I was comparing that with him. There's some of my friends who love not the actual hike when it's steep, but they like the entire activity because they get the reward once you're on the top of the hike. Mm-hmm. And then you have my, some of my friends who are like, yeah, all right, I'll join. But then they'll complain throughout the entire hike. <laughs> and I'm like, man, like, what, what were you thinking? Like, what were you expecting? Of course it's going to be steep. This is what hiking mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So Ryan is the second? Um, he's definitely the one who's, like, looking for it for, the, for like, being on the top of the, the mountain. He, yes, he will tell me because I also annoy him by telling him, like, go faster. You got this, man. Like, <laughs> he's always like, fuck you. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but he's pretty, he's pretty good. Hmm. That sounds so mean. Uh, he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> meeting him for the first time was like meeting uh, a character in a video game or like a movie or something like He's just so out of the box. Oh, he. So we're so yesterday I worked till um, ten in Zurich, and I had to pick up the car the day before, and so I parked the car at the office, and I was kind of tired, and um, naturally after eight how eight and a half hours of working and all that, um, you're not going to be super awake anymore, and it's ten p.m. and I knew I still had to drive like two and a half three hours. And I brought some like um, coffee, ca- caffeine based drinks with me. Um, but I also told him, like, try to keep me awake if I, you know, if you notice that I might be a bit quieter and all that. And Ryan has this special talent. He will come up with the most random story. And he also writes books. So that's where it comes from. But then he starts developing that story into a never ending story. And you're just sitting there and you're like, what the hell are you talking about and how did we get to this point? <laughs> so yesterday he started off by telling me like the creation of the world, something like that. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, the world was created by a small turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be thankful for the turtle because you get to drive here. And I'm like, what turtle are you talking about, man? Like, <laughs> So uh, it's a lot of that kind of stuff, but it's super, super entertaining. Hmm. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> so am I. Cannot complain. I feel like you go to the mountains at least once every two weeks. Is that true? Yeah, I've been on that schedule now. Like every second week, I'm pretty much up here. <laughs> I I would literally murder somebody for that. I mean, you know, now I... I I can use the car, um, the apartment, like I have the same amount of spending here than when I'm at home in Zurich. Mm-hmm. I can study from here. I can record the podcast. Obviously I can, 
work out because I have all my weights here to work out. Very important. <laughs> Do you think that you would be in Zurich or want to stay in Zurich if you didn't have your place in the mountains? Like, would that make you feel differently about where you live? Yes. Um, if I wouldn't, if my parents wouldn't have that apartment, like I'm so attached to this region and to this apartment that when I moved to the U.S., I like noticed how much I missed it because growing up, I always like, like in the winter seasons when I was younger, we would be here every weekend and like in summers, like at least once a month. So I grew up on Mm -hmm. that kind of schedule and suddenly I was in Chicago for two and a half years and I was there like once or twice a year. And I missed it so much because I just needed to recharge to like get away from everything. And like, plus like the nature, like the air is so fresh. It sounds so like cliche, but it's true. Like you arrive here and like there's nothing up here. It's like all quiet and yeah it's like it's like a therapy session Mm -hmm. it's funny because like every single time i go it's just the same the place has like an essence and like as soon as you arrive you're just like in it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it like brings you back to exactly the same feeling Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah absolutely i mean we were discussing this when we came back from the hike we were like, it's crazy. We got here today. I mean, it's hasn't like we haven't been we haven't been here for twenty four hours, but it feels like we've been here for a week. Mm-hmm. Do you have a place like this where you can like let go of all the stress in the world? Uh not not in the same way mm-hmm. i think i got so into being active because i ne- needed that mm-hmm. and so that was my form mm-hmm. but i think as i get older and i think about my future and where i want to be and what i want to be doing and where i want to be in the next five years or so i think about it more so mm-hmm. I would love to move somewhere where I have the option to have that. Yeah. It's an advantage and a disadvantage. I know that because we have this place, I don't want to move that easily anymore. Mm-hmm. It's an advantage because I have an escape area or like a relax area. So it's always like, how much do you like this place? How much is it worth to you? Mm-hmm. but I feel like I've seen this with so many of my friends like I'll tell them like hey do you want to join me in the mountains we'll go up there like we'll have a good couple of days we'll go on hikes eat some good food in the evenings and then they're like yeah you know why not but like for them it's just like yeah you know like a little getaway but then once they're here they're like oh my god like so good to relax and like you know calm down like that type of stuff and then like I feel like some people or like a lot of people don't like take that into account. Like they don't have, they don't give themselves a situation. Like I know that not everyone has the the, the, the 
possibilities or the chances to have such a place but like not everyone like tries to have an environment or like create an environment may that be the forest behind your house that could be could become that like environment of you like calming down and like de-stressing and like being yourself or like recharging your batteries whatever don't you see or like don't you feel that, that way as well well i think that people get stuck in the loop of life and it's it takes work to actually go somewhere and go to nature like it, even just walking outside and walking for 20 minutes or something i don't know mm-hmm. it takes mm-hmm. time whereas you could just like lay in bed play on your phone you know but that yeah. doesn't help you well i all i thought so i've been thinking about this as well um i think that w- the two of us are very inclined to like be more active in like in the outdoors but like i know people who are more the opposite like they're not going to be like oh i hate the outdoors but it's just like for them calming down can also be just like laying in bed and like chilling or like watching a movie yeah which is fine as well like my dad works all the time because he has Mm -hmm. his own business Mm -hmm. and whenever he's home his form of that is literally sitting on the couch he has a movie on on the tv (laughs) That he's probably watched 20 times. <laughs> but he's also on his phone watching, like, uh, Instagram reels. <laughs> Every single time I call my mom in the afternoon or, like, nighttime or something, he'll she'll, like, switch the camera to my dad, and that is exactly what's happening. <laughs> I need to start sending your dad some reels. I don't know if how good his, like... How good his real game is. Oh, my God. My dad, he doesn't do it anymore, thank God. But he used to send me on Instagram like 20 reels every single day. Oh, that's my roommate. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch these. There's so many. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I think if, like, the person's sending you some reels and they're more, like, you know, like, well thought out, I I can, like, appreciate that. But if it's just like, sure, like I'll have times where I'll find 10 reels and they're amazing and I need to send you them. But it doesn't need to be every day. Mm-hmm. It's more like I appreciate when someone sees a funny reel and they send it to me and they're like, this looks like you or like this could be you. Then I'm like, yeah or no. Yeah. I see it. I wanted to ask something about Instagram reels. I don't remember. Yeah, no, don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I so for year for months I've been saying like I don't need TikTok. I would never watch these like short videos. I just replace it with Instagram reels. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing. It's the same thing like a week or two later. Yeah, I don't know. I have both, but I try not to be on it. Like, actually, so we, for the listeners who missed, who we missed the podcast two uh, weeks in a row, I was on vacation and I wasn't on my phone like the entire time. And since I've done that and I wasn't on my phone, 
I've come back and I haven't been on my phone as much. So like, I don't know if you do watch hours and stuff like on your phone, mm. where you can see how many hours you're on your phone and in detail. No. It used to be like five to six hours mm -hmm. on my phone, and it'll go into detail. Yeah, five, five hours. Five to six hours. Yeah. Just by yep. like watching YouTube while I'm working or whatnot. Yeah, but you know, like it's it sounds crazy, but like it's easy to achieve five to six hours screen time on a daily basis. It's not unheard of. Yeah, which is honestly crazy. I mean, it is. My roommate once, so for so last year he was like unemployed for a couple of months because he didn't want he didn't like his job anymore, so he quit it, and he was on the hunt for a new one. Um, and he at some point got like to a level where he had like twelve hours of like screen time. And even wow. more like you like, can you imagine that? Yeah, it's I mean, I was far off, but like to me, five to six hours is a lot. Or even if I get to like seven or eight because I watched a long movie or something on my phone. But mm -hmm. now I'm getting like two and a half hours or less, which to me is really good. Um, All right, I'm scared. I'm going to check mine. God, it's going to be like some horrible time. Um, screen time. Well, you also went hiking today. So do like weekly average. Yeah, I'm going to three and a half hours weekly average. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. It's not horrible. It's like is average or is it yeah under average i don't know i, I just like honestly little... I also don't like if i will yeah i'm just gonna say i think it's a little under average but you can continue i don't know like there's people who can like doom scroll on instagram reels and they'll be stuck on there for like an hour I'm honestly like, yeah, I'll chuckle here and there. I'll find it funny. But then like after five minutes or like 10 minutes, I'm like, all right, time to move on. Let's do something else. Mm. See, my my brain doesn't work like that. So if I'm on <laughs> it, then I like blank. I'll, I'll literally tell myself like, this is the last video that I'm watching. <laughs> and then I'll scroll to the next one. <laughs> it's well designed, though, because it keeps you doing it keeps uh, keeps people doing that. Yeah, and hence why I want a flip phone. Would you get a flip phone like from the Samsung, like the, you know, the new versions, no. you know, like with. <laughs> no. So like an old, old switch phone. Yeah, so like you can yeah, text, but it's it's like, you can barely like all. There's like three letters on each number. On oh the phone. God, this type of phone. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get it, but it's also like with smartphones, like, yes, I get like how social media is annoying and like it's such a doom scrolling type of thing. But it's also like you have access to your cards, like, I mean, your wallet, you have music, you can 
if people do that, read your article, like newspapers on your phone, like maps, like there's so much more. And I honestly, like, I'm so used to having this in my pocket that I don't know if I would want to, or like, no, I don't want to like switch back to like a phone that's only capable of like texting very short and brief messages and like being like doing phone calls. Yeah, I think the one thing that I would want out of a phone that you couldn't get from one of those phones is uh, like Uber or just in general using your maps to like mm -hmm. see how long it takes to get somewhere when I'm driving and also music. So if I wish there was a way to like fully customize your phone and you couldn't edit it. You get what I'm saying? So meaning you could decide from beginning on what you want. So then... like I could I could tell the programmer to program my phone so I can't even download stuff. Or you're just consistent with yourself and you're like I'm not just not going to download those apps. <laughs> no, I I mean yeah, that that is the <laughs> it's the dream. That's that's what it should be like, but like realistically you're you're playing a game where you're far behind. We're basically the they designed social media to work as we're running a marathon and the consumers are um, like on the start line, and the people that designed social media have like two steps left in the race. Yeah, that's how I see it. But I also think that it's a lot of like, I agree with you. It's designed that way. But I also think it's also like a, a lot of like self, um, like control. That's might be the word. Like you have to also like sometimes it's like with food. Of course, you can go to McDonald's and eat there for like four hours. I don't know, 16 different menus. But at the same time, um, like at the same time, you have to like control yourself and be like all right i'll eat one mcdonald meal every three weeks because otherwise it's not healthy for me i mean yeah that's true but how many people only use instagram or tiktok once every three weeks okay yes <laughs> <It's impossible. laughs> that's, what that's, that's what i'm saying it's like impossible yeah, but you don't have to like be on Instagram and TikTok or what all these like apps. Like, first of all, you don't need all the apps. Like, no one no, needs you, you Snapchat. You don't need it. And yeah, no, absolutely not. Like, there's for me personally, I use Instagram, but I like honestly don't really look at stuff that much anymore. And then I have Be Real, and that's like my most used social media app or the one that I'm mo more focused in because. I can't do more than like look every time people post. I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. cool. And that's it. Like, yeah, you can comment, but like, it's super simple. Imagine this is what my comparison. Imagine if you had a McDonald's like quarter pounder with cheese in your pocket at all times. And whenever you're hungry, no, <laughs> every time you're hungry, okay whatever you think is really good you know sushi <laughs> okay but something that's like really good but that's bad for you so 
whatever. So what I, imagine there's like okay. you reach into your pocket and there's a fast food option that you really like at that moment. Mm-hmm. And you're really hungry. And you have to like cook instead of just reaching in your pocket and eating something. I want to say, I don't know, man. I I don't think that I would like, let's say pasta with like, you know, those pre um, pre made um, sauces that are like really not too healthy for you and like a bunch of cheese on it. Yeah, I love that. Yes, I eat this like once or twice a week. But if I could have it out of my pocket every day, three like for two or three meals, nah, man. Like at some point, no. I still like to eat salad and like healthy stuff and like lighter stuff. Yeah. I want to say I, I can control myself in that aspect. Okay, then I challenge you to have the apps on your phone, but don't click it until three weeks later. <laughs> okay well there's a difference between like wow yeah i gotta pass on that one that's not gonna <laughs> happen <laughs> not for three weeks if you would tell him tell me like because yes i go on like all these platforms often during the day I don't stay like on Instagram for like 15 minutes every time. Sometimes it'll be like I open it and I close it within a minute. But if you would tell me like you're only allowed to use it in the morning, at lunch, and in the evening, I think I could try to do that. But I think it... it I'm not missing like, a lot, you know? I think it messes with how humans' brains work. And... Day to day, you have so many instances where you're just like standing somewhere and you have to wait for something. Let's say like you're in the elevator. It's pretty awkward if you're in the elevator with five other people and you, no one has a phone and you're just sitting there and you're just waiting, you know, but people just go on their phone or you're waiting for the train and, or the whatever to get to the next spot. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I know I've noticed this because so for the rare occasions I do take um, public transport because most of the time I bike everywhere um, but the times I do I see people like like you said as soon as they have to wait one minute or two minutes they'll be on their phone glued on their phones I get it I've done this a hundred times before in my life thousand million times everyone has but I have been trying to listen to podcasts when I'm in public transport so I don't have to look at my phone. And if I start scrolling on my phone while listening to a podcast, I will probably not even have, like, I don't even know what they're talking about. So I try to not look on my phone, but you have to make an effort. That's the thing. Like, I agree with you. It's like, cause it's so easy. Like these systems have been made. So we spent so much time on them. So, I do believe that your solution is better, but what I'm getting at is like being present in the moment of being in a train for 10 minutes or whatever, mm -hmm. and you're just sitting there, or maybe 
you could be reading a book or like the newspaper, I guess. But mm-hmm. like being able to sit down in a train with a bunch of people and just like looking around or maybe you just randomly have a chit chat with someone sitting next to you. That is literally disappeared. You can't like being stimulated by a podcast is still the same thing. Yes, yes. Similar thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm trying to get at. That is true, yes. That has that ship has sunken with our generation. <laughs> which which sucks because it's like I have realized how much I am attached to my phone and that like going on my phone if I have like five minutes happens and sometimes i think to myself oh i'm gonna really try hard to not do that and then i'll sit there and i'll look around and everyone else is on their phone so then i'm just like sitting there like oh well this is great yeah but i mean it's yeah but like i noticed this like today we went hiking i connect the phone to the car so i can play music during the hike, you take it with you so you can take pictures and Instagram videos. <laughs> and then you're hiking back and then you look at the map where the next store is where you need this one specific ingredient or whatnot. And then you go grocery shopping and you have like your member's card on your phone and you have your wallet on your phone because you don't... I'd never use my wallet anymore. I just have it in case... I need it. I agree, but we're all addicted. And the system is like, it's impossible to not use these devices anymore. Yeah, I just think that they created these phones to be not a product, but it's more like either a companion or it's honestly like an extension of ourselves. Like, if you lose your phone, yeah. majority of people are, like, kind of freaking out. They're like, oh, shit, like, where is my phone? They have to find it before they do anything else. Maybe not you, maybe not me, but a lot uh, of people. No, I mean, if I, let's let's say I go on a hike and I lose my phone, yes, I'm not going to be happy. Absolutely not. Because yeah. nowadays, also, these smartphones, like, the prices are insanely, like, I mean, they're, they, they're so expensive nowadays. Also, depends what model you even, buy, and I'm an idiot, but... Why? <laughs> I don't even know why they are that exp- expensive. Like, why is a phone, why is an iPhone $1,000? Or more than that? So, there's this one tech influencer who has, like, who made a video to, like, compare all the iPhones from the first one, like, the first ever released one to the newest ones. He stopped at, like, iPhone 14 Pro and pro max um they all got much more expensive they gotten bigger the batteries are bigger the cameras are bigger and it's nowadays seen as a standard it's we are used to a certain price and if it doesn't has that price we expect it to be a bad quality because there is mid-range like phones like like money wise but mm. i don't like like so I like Apple has four phones in their lineup. No, five phones, but only four of them are like the ones that I usually see around. It's like for like the 14 
as an example, it's like the 14, then you have the 14 plus, which is just like a bigger one. Then you have the 14 pro and the 14 pro max. Most of people have one of them. And then you have an iPhone SE, which is just like an iPhone eight, I would say with like newer technology and like updated stuff in it, which is like 500 bucks. Like it's not expensive. It's okay. Compared to like a thousand four hundred or whatever. But most people still want that expensive thing because, like, they're like, oh, I need one more camera or I need that extra battery or I need, you know, is that type of behavior and thinking. I know you're, like, super into tech, so maybe you do know. But do you know the company, like, Nothing? Yes. It's called Nothing. Mm -hmm. And I think they just came out with a phone and it's only, like, 200-something bucks. No, they dropped their first, the Nothing Phone 1 last year, I want to say. And the new one is also increased. I think the last one was like four, 400. Oh. 200, 400. I'm not sure. Couldn't, couldn't like tell you. But the new one is like 699 because it just dropped. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is expensive. Mm-hmm. $700. But, but the Nothing Phone is considered as a mid more like a mid-ish type of phone. It's not like a... So, like, the most expensive phones from, like, all these, like, companies would be called, like, flagship phones. Like, they're the creme de la creme, like, the iPhone Pro and, like, Pro Max, and then you have, like, the Samsung Galaxy Ultra or whatever it's called and, like, whatnot. Um, but a lot of these companies also have, like, mid-range phones, but they're also getting more expensive, because everyone mm-hmm. it's I don't know, it's like with headphones. Like remember when we used to buy like um the cable um headphones from Apple for like thirty bucks? Mm-hmm. And it was fine, we were happy with them. Or like the overhead phones from like I don't know, other companies for like a hundred bucks maximum. Nowadays, yes, they're Bluetooth. Yes, they can do all these things, but like AirPods, two fifty, um, than if you're an Apple fanatic like me who buys AirPods Max, these the ones that I'm currently like wearing is like 550. Like it's <laughs> insane the stuff that they ask for, and we're all like, they give you they give you like sweet commercials, and they're like, this is the stuff it can do, and like this is why you need this. And then you have dumbasses like me who are like, yeah, I need some of that. Well, I think Apple just knows that they're like the king so they just do whatever they want and they price it whatever they want because people are going to buy it no matter what there's people that get this the brand new iphone every single year and they don't even remember the the one they had last year you know yeah but i mean it's I mean, there's, it's not just Apple. It's like generally speaking, like, yes, Apple is tends to be more expensive, but even like other headphone companies like Sony, they're also like 250 or 300 and Bose and like all these names. It's just that our, like this technology has become more expensive. Hmm. But it's also like the okay. devices, if you compare them to older generations, they're more capable. They can do more stuff nowadays. Yeah. But the only ask, the one of the examples where this is not the case is like flat screen TV, flat screen TVs. 
where it got cheaper? Yes. Like the first HD like flat screen TVs were like super super expensive. And nowadays you can buy like a 4K all the crazy technology in it with like 55 inch for like 500 or 400 whatever like how good the price is. But like they got so much cheaper. And why do you think that is? I well, there's also eight K. No, I think I think at some point with TVs, there's only so much you can do. Like the quality, yeah. yes, it's gonna get better, but you can build. Like the thinner the screens are, the less good the speakers are. So you have to spend less money on that. It uh, that's my theory. I don't know, but and with like smartphones, they just get. They have more features. Every generation has a bit more. Hmm. There, one thing I have is like, imagine if it wasn't capitalistic and companies weren't up for profit, they could literally just make like the greatest phone ever created, mass produce it and sell it to everybody. And then they wouldn't have to like incrementally make a new one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but which company would do that? Because then you're only going to make money once. Or do it every five years. I don't know. I mean, that's an argument, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a good example is also like when Apple switched to their own... um, chips in their computers like the m1 the first generation like they first brought out a macbook with like a normal m1 chip and then they brought out those new macbooks that look like the old ones with like an m1 pro and m1 max and then they add an m1 ultra and like all of this so the first generation like people bought this stuff they were like wow let me get this because they got so much like the gpu and cpu like all the um, processors and all that got so much faster but now with the second generation of the m2 with like m2 max m2 pro m2 ultra the bump is not as crazy anymore so actually this this year apple's been losing money because of this Hmm. so i remember yeah you can go first then i can ask the question um it's like I feel like if the technology has a bump, if it gets like really better, and then if people are like, "Oh yeah, this makes sense," why I would spend that money on it, then they will. But if there is no like actual difference, people will be like, "Why would I spend that much just to have like ten percent more speed?" Like, no. Yeah. What was your question? So I had a question like ten minutes ago. I couldn't remember it. But um, I wanted to ask you on what your take is on the like ha- the harvesting of whatever it is to make the chip for the iPhone and the MacBook and whatever. How I feel about it or how- what do you mean? Like what is your take on it? Because you still can – Sue media you like you still buy new phones and whatever that has it 
but mm-hmm. it is well aware to the public that it is known that the the life quality of people in Africa that are like harvesting these materials and whatever is just complete dog shit and they're like risking their lives even though I'm pretty sure I watched a video where Apple said that the the quality of the workers is great and like they only use places that are like highly are you gonna surveillance that? and all this stuff <laughs> are no. you gonna believe that yeah um that's a that's a heavy topic um okay so my honest and this is my op- my personal opinion hate like people hate on me or whatnot i don't care but like i think this is a horrible statement but i think this is actually a truth africa the entire continent could be in a much better situation if europe north america and china um, like asia wants it to be would want it to be but for horrible reasons the people in charge have decided to not allow this to happen this is also just my opinion like i don't i don't have facts or like whatever for this but this is my opinion um now yes there is more awareness within those companies that like maybe you should try to like recycle certain aspects of like older generations I don't believe that most of these people working in these like um, mines and whatnot that they have a great life. It's been proven so many times through documentaries, articles, scandals. The question is, and this is this is on us, is are we ready to pay more money so these companies can get better like a better give those workers a better life that's essentially the question because like you said before why are these like gadgets getting more expensive why do i or you have to pay more it's because i mean that has nothing to do with the co-worker like the workers in those mines but i feel like if if apple would let's i'm gonna make a crazy example if Apple would say next iPhone is going to be like the chips going to come from a mine where we make sure that they get more money and like they have the right outfits or like that, you know, that like all these toxic fumes don't like attack them and whatnot. Price will be at 2000 yeah. No one will buy it for 2000 people will be outraged like yes they will still buy it but they will be outraged and a lot of people will not want to buy it so you did a wonderful dance but i'm saying what is your like what is your argument for the purchase of a new iphone why i need one like yeah like let's say the next iphone is like insane i know that you and really enjoy it but like at the end um, of the day, is that is that the the reason? No, there's no. Well, yes, I like technology. Do I see a big difference from like let's? I have a 14 Pro right now. Will I see a massive difference to the 15 Pro? Not, not no. It still has a touchscreen. It still is capable of doing the same stuff. I usually tell myself I cannot buy every generation. I usually do like every two to three years to jump. 
I do not want to get lower than that. <laughs> is it useful to do it like this? No. I know people who keep their friends for like five to six years. They still work. No problem. I enjoy it. It is so wrong to do it. It there like I feel I feel like that Apple is also playing with like FOMO, like you're missing out on the new products and then all this stuff. So I think so. It's a mixture of all these facts. But yeah, I, sh I honestly we shouldn't buy phones every two or three years. We should keep them for like five years or more. So, how do you feel about that? What do you, what do you do with the phone that you? Are done with like I don't even know what the best practice is. Ugh. You had to go that that road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down. I'm going down. So if you're a good person, <laughs> you bring it back to Apple or like to you know whoever takes those phones. You sell it. Someone else can use it. <laughs> I would love to tell you that I do this. <laughs> I would really love to. <laughs> I would love to tell you this. I still have my first phone in my in my closet laying around, an iPhone 3G. Still have it. Can I do anything with it? No. <laughs> Will I ever use it again? <laughs> Absolutely not. There's I can do like I can't do anything with it. It doesn't even like boot up. It just sits there. It's a nicer um at this point it's just like a memory from the past. I don't need them. I really don't need them. The last phone was maybe also a reason why I bought it is my girl, my former girlfriend, ex-girlfriend had an iPhone 7 or so and I really wanted to buy a new one and I had a 12 Pro and I was like, hmm, let me just give you my old one and then I can buy the new one. Mm -hmm. That's the way you should do it. Or you send it to Apple, they sometimes give you some money back and then in theory, they should, you know, take it apart and use the parts that they can still use. Again, what they actually do with those phones, I don't know. They probably but can, don't do that. But. No, but there's like there's a lot of stores who like actually refurbish these old phones and then sell them for like much cheaper. That's what you should do. Mm. Have you ever? What do you do with old all your old stuff? Uh. So I'm in this program where it's really weird. I, my dad signed me up for it in high school. I get. Why did, I, can, why, I have a feeling I'm going to look like an asshole in like a couple of seconds because you're going to be like, I'm in a program and we do all this good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like good, but also like pretty bad. So every single 90 days, I'm allowed to get a new phone. Whoa! <laughs> 90 days? I don't have to do that, but I am allowed to. But the thing is, I have to return my old phone or the phone I'm currently using, and it has to be perfect. Like, there can't be a scratch or anything. So if I return it and it's perfect, I just give them the phone, and then they do whatever they do with the phone. I, they probably just sell it to somebody or whatever. And then I just get the new phone. Why 90 days? I, I, I have no, I don't know who in the right mind needs a new phone after 90 days, but like a year, that's already a lot, like short, but like 90 days. 
the problem that I so they don't they didn't they stopped this program after like probably a year because they realized that is a stupid program because they just lose money. No way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm grandfathered in because I was already in the program. So if I just stay in the program, I'm just always in the program. Oh, so they still have to give you the option to get a new phone every 90 days. Yeah. And could you, let's say, you you go there, you bring your unscratched, perfectly looking phone, and they're like, "Yeah, we can take it back." And you're like, "No, I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay you half the price, and I want, I still want a new phone." Like keep both. Yes. Mm. Like let's say, hypothetically speaking, you have an iPhone 14 Pro. This year, iPhone 15 Pro is going to come out. You bring it in and you're like, it's perfect shape and form, whatnot. I want the 15 Pro, but your girlfriend has an old phone and you're like, let me pay half the price of the original phone and I keep them both. I don't think you can do that. I think you have to pay a full price because interesting. the deal is if you break your phone, then you have to pay for it. So mm-hmm. this is this is why I'm really bad at this program because I crack my phone literally every single time I get it. <laughs> do you have do you have a like a a case? Yeah, so the thing is last phone I got I think it was however long. Actually three two to three phones before I got a brand new phone. And I bought a case, but it was coming in the next day. So I, I'm going to shower. I leave it on the counter. It falls. Literally the first day, cracks. So I have to keep it. And then I think I got a new phone after a couple of months or whatever, and I had to pay for it. And then I was going to see you. But four days before I was flying to go see you, I so two of my buddies from college, or from high school came to Chicago and we went out and I was so drunk that I left my phone in the Uber and <laughs> never got my phone back because they probably stole it and just sold it. Um so then I had to get a new phone and I didn't have the phone to return so I had to buy another one. And then I buy this phone. I don't even know what it is, probably like 14 whatever i have no idea and i'm just holding it and i wear rings and i cracked the the um camera (laughs) so if you go on like 0.5 mode on my camera it it's like super blurry because there's a bunch of shit in there now literally every single time okay well that is unheard of i i I don't know. I think from all the phones I ever had, I cracked the first one, but a friend of mine smashed my phone out of my hand. So it wasn't, technically speaking, wasn't really my fault. Mm-hmm. I cracked the 4, 4S because it was it was a glass window, like the screen and the back, and it fell down once and both sides were cracked. Also, who produces a phone with backside and frontside made out of glass. That was so stupid. And then I think I bent my six or seven. I don't know which one I had. Can't remember. 
and the battery was like horrible at the end and then i bought an eight and i know you remember i was uh in depression and i wasn't feeling myself and i threw the damn phone against oh it was against my bed but so my bed was a massive mattress and it was like a very small metal case like would you call it case yeah case beneath it and i threw it against like i kind of wanted to throw it away but like on my bed sort of ish and i've done this like a million times before i i very often just throw my phone into bed N usually nothing happens this one time it hits the damn metal cage ben's front is totally shattered and then i think through your program my your dad gave me a new phone <laughs> so that was great that story was so funny because you came to was that the first time that you came yeah that was the first time i came to um, so like the, the first time you came to visit we're just like sitting watching a movie or something in the living room and my dad just like walks over to you no that was no no no, no. i remember so the first time we went there for a weekend to watch the ohio state game Mm -hmm. and he saw my phone and he made a comment he was like how can you live with such a cracked phone and i was like man i don't know like at at that time i didn't really care too much and i was just like well you know if you're that stupid you kind of deserve to live with such a cracked phone um mm -hmm. and then i remember the week after was thanksgiving then we went back and your dad suddenly shows up with a new phone in his hand he's like here you go and i'm like wait what yeah literally like a brand new iphone like the newest version yeah it was the iphone 11 i was like the hell are you doing right now i was so funny you just like are sitting on the couch and you just look over at him you're like what <laughs> yeah because i wasn't ex i wasn't expecting that and like who in their right mindset like bless your father thank you so much for <laughs> for everything but why <laughs> you don't have to buy me a new phone or get and then me a you new phone. And then COVID happens and then you have to go home and you still have my dad's like service. So you're like using a T-Mobile iPhone in Switzerland. And it's not even used. It's switched off permanently. I never use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just laying there. <laughs> so that just adds to it that you're like a terrible human being. I also have an old MacBook where the screen is like shattered. Don't ask why. Um, stuff happens, you know. Um, <laughs> I have my first iPad that I s bought. It was like the first or second generation still somewhere in my room. I have an old iPod na na Nano, Nano. I don't know how to say mm -hmm. that in English. Yeah, I'm horrible. I also have an old iPod. iPod iPod Shuffle. Wow, that sounded really bad. iPod. <laughs> iPod. iPod Shuffle. Um, yeah. I'm bad. I'll, I'll learn. This is like such a dumbass question, but in different countries, is it called something different, like the iPhone, or is it still iPhone? Because phone is different word in different countries. Like so in Switzerland, we call it iPotato. <laughs> no, no. It's the same. It's the same name. So like MacBook's still a MacBook and like 
everything Ev- like all these names they're worldwide hmm well they're it's not going to change their model names everywhere in the world well yeah but i'm just thinking like i don't something's changed maybe uh like movies obviously they have to change yeah okay but that's like an titles. adapted name but like yeah. iphone is like a branded name nowadays it's like with airpods it's like everyone sh- like most of people should know what airpods are yeah i know but don't you think that's a little weird for like an airpod to be an airpod everywhere even though people people not even knowing any lick of english call it an airpod yeah but it doesn't describe anything it's just a name but like a movie title describes sometimes a movie like if you're gonna well, watch I a mean, Bolly- Bollywood movie, okay, no, they're most of the time in English. Okay, if you're gonna watch a, a, Ch- a Chinese movie, and you look at the title in Chinese or like in Mandarin in this case, you're not gonna understand anything. You're not, you don't know what you're watching, and you might not be inclined to watch. So you still have to sell it to you. But with an AirPod, you know what it is. There's nothing to like understand. It's like that, that's some confidence from Apple. No, but like all these companies do that. All the core, like all these cars in the world, same brands, same names. There's I one. Guess, yeah, no, okay. there's there's one exception, and I don't know why it is. So, do you know Opel? I don't know if that's a thing in the U.S., but it's like a German brand, and in England they're called Voxel. Voxel. Same models. Like the the name of the models change and the company's name is different, but it's the same like the same look. Hmm. So weird. I don't know why. Different logo. Yes. That's same weird. company though. I I looked it up once and I couldn't. I can't remember why. Why this is the case. Hmm. I guess like McDonald's is called McDonald's everywhere. So. There you go. I told you it was a stupid question. No, I don't think that there's there's only stupid answers. Mm. You sound like a teacher. I'm the wise man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, should we bring this crazy informative <laughs> <laughs> episode to an end? <laughs> yeah, no, do, you, to... do you have a do you have a hack of a day? Um, oh God. When you wake up, try to be very protective of your mind space. So try to not be on your phone for at least like the first hour and it'll actually very like improve your morning. Really? Yeah. Promise. Cause I'm the absolute. Uh, absolute opposite yeah so like when i wake up i try to like not go on my phone and i go work out like not on my phone or like very minimally i'll check like weather maybe but like okay darn it that's a really good hack um i didn't say i was good at it though no but it's still a good one Hmm. 
okay, this is not a hack. This is a idea. Get a vacuum cleaning robot and your life will be much easier. Because <laughs> <laughs> 99% of the cleaning will be done automatically. And it's great. What if you have two floors? Do you have to buy two of them? So either you tell him the vacuum in the morning, do the downstairs, and then you bring it upstairs, and then he does the, the upstairs. Or if you're like, that's too much effort, you get two of them. Hmm. How well does it work, though? Like, compared to your level of... Much better. Vacuuming. Better. I mean, he's not going to get in all the corners, but, like, he does 99... 98%. We still have, like, a small um, vacuum, but, like, gets a sh he gets a job done. He's a good boy. We call him Frank. <laughs> <laughs> what if you, like, have something moved out of its spot? So he has, like, sensors. He can see stuff. There's different models and different, like, categories. There's ones with, like, a camera in front where you can actually watch life when he's moving. And they can determine if you left, like, a sock on the floor. Ours is not that smart. He has, like, sensors. So let's say you move the chair. He will maybe bump into it. But he will understand that that might be the chair. Or that is just an object that he cannot get around. But it doesn't affect the level of cleaning. No. Huh. How much do they cost? Like three hundred bucks. We have one that costs like two twenty. Mm. Has like um, he maps out the entire like they map out the entire apartment. You tell them like if you have a no go zone, like for us it's like we have a couple of areas with lots of cables. Do not let them go over there because they'll eat them up. Um, and then like after that you program it to whatever you need it we have it running twice a day <laughs> like four times in a week he does the entire apartment so like all the rooms and whatnot. and then the three other days he just does like um, dining room kitchen and like um, like the entrance and mm -hmm. then every evening at 8.30, he does the kitchen. Only not, like, the only exceptions are Friday and Saturday because, like, sometimes we're just not around on the weekends. And so, not, like, there's not no worth doing that. Hmm. Well, when you come in October, I expect you to bring one for me. No, because um, you have a different plug in the U.S., so you might as well buy yourself one. Ha! <laughs> mm. <laughs> All On right. that note, thank you so much for listening and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.